Hello everyone. Um just before we get started to the episode, um I just want to apologize for the audio cutting out very often. Um next episode will not be like that. But I hope you enjoy. Um I hope you can look over that. And let's get started to the episode. Good morning everyone or whatever time of day it is for you. I'm recording this at seven o'clock in the morning as always. Um, welcome to or welcome back to another episode of Car Chronicles where I think of all of my questions and ideas inside of my car. You know, sometimes I record in my car too, actually. It just feels like it gives me more privacy and a lot, it's a lot more quiet than being inside of my my very own house, which is extremely noisy. <laughs> um, I have three guests joining me for this three-part segment. Um, this first part is with my Quan Green, a young owner of the company M Green Productions based in Savannah, Georgia. Um, I actually know him because we went to the same high school together, but I didn't know, I didn't know for a while. Um, I remember going to a seminar where he was telling people about his business. Um, and I just, I thought it was great. I actually didn't know how young he actually was because he seemed so mature and he, he crosses every T and dots every I. And so, yeah, like I said, I thought he was a, a lot older than what he was. So I'm pretty surprised by that. I will let him speak about his company a little more in just a few. I just wanted to let you guys know and remind you guys that there is a link in the description. If you read that, it gives you access to ask questions and give comments throughout the podcast. And they are live, so I will be able to see them. Um, And I can answer them or talk about them on my next episode. So I think that's really exciting. And I hope you all use that to the best of your ability. Take full advantage of it. And so let's, let's jump in. Hello. All right, I'm here. All right. Well, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you on today's episode. How are you feeling? Great, great. It's a pleasure to be a part of it. Great. I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited to record episode number two with you. Um, mm-hmm. I automatically thought you'd be a great fit for today's episode. Um, I kind of told the audience a little bit about you. Um, do you mind telling them about yourself and what you do currently and a little bit about your business? Absolutely. My name is Myquan Green. Um, I am a youth advocate and a millennial entrepreneur uh, here in the Savannah area and surrounding counties. Uh, My business is a continual growing company that is uh, serving the masses when it comes to marketing as well as photography, um, as well as mentoring young men uh, that are growing into today's society uh, as targets. And what we're doing is ensuring that these young men are prepared and ready for the real world. Um, I started my business at 12 years old. Um, I am now 19 years old and I'm continually growing uh, to be one of uh, our our nation's fastest thriving young millennial entrepreneurs. Um, And I'm really excited to see uh, what God has in store for me as a, a young male, as well as a business owner. Oh, I love it. I wasn't, you know, honestly, I wasn't sure. Well, I just thought you had, you know, your marketing and production company. I didn't know you were doing all of these other things. So I I honestly just thought you were out volunteering um, with your company in mind, but I didn't know you were doing multiple things with 
You're productive. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, right now, uh, recently, my company has devoted 30% of our company uh, to giving back to the community. So there's a, a division within the company entitled M Green in the Community, which has a full-time director, um, as well as our mentorship program that has a full-time director as well. Uh, so being able to totally give back to the community is something that I personally believe in, as well as it's something the business believes in entirely. Okay, I love it. Um, Thank you. Wow, that's amazing. I'm pretty excited. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, so let's. We're gonna jump in with the first question to get everything started. Okay. Um, so when you know most of us are in first grade, we sit around in a circle, and right. the teacher asks, goes around, asks, "Hey, what do you want to be?" Some say firefighter, doctors, nurse. You know, a teacher. What was your answer? Do you remember your answer at all? You know, I do. My teacher's name was Miss Vera Trapio. And uh, to this day, I'm still able to remember a lot of my teachers uh, because, you know, they play such an intricate part in, you know, who we become as a young male, um, uh, uh, female. Mm -hmm. You know, the great piece is that when I sat down in that circle that you're speaking about, believe it or not, I wanted to be a firefighter. Okay. Uh, to this day, I can say that I would never, ever be a firefighter, <laughs> <laughs> but it was something that I wanted to do. And I guess... The, the piece I can pull away from that now is that, you know, my entire life, I wanted to do something that was a public servant, you know, being able to give back to others. Mm -hmm. um, however, you know, I took a different route at that. <laughs> okay. Wow. That's, that's, <laughs> that's pretty interesting. Um, let's see. Let's see if I remember my answer. Well, no. Okay. I didn't have an answer. I wasn't sure what I wanted to be. Um Right. And I really didn't know that until late high school, honestly. Oh, wow. Um, I know I was always good at math and science and any STEM-related subjects. So my parents, you know, kind of pushed me to go into the engineering program at Jenkins. Right. And honestly, I didn't want to go, but, you know, it kind of it, it helped. Being in that engineering program, I kind of found what I wanted to be, um, when I got older and that's creating prosthetics. So oh, wow. that's, that's what I'm going to school for right now. So, well, you know, the crazy thing is today I actually spoke with one of my, my gents, we call our, all the guys in our mentorship program gents, uh, which is short for gentlemen. Mm -hmm. And, um, I told them in order for you to get one place, sometimes you have to start in a place that's uncomfortable. Correct. Uh, and you know, it's simply, sometimes you have to be uncomfortable to become comfortable. Mm -hmm. uh, so the biggest thing is like, you know, speaking off of what you said, uh, you know, sometimes we're going to be put in a place to where is we have to do one thing that will help get us to where we want to go. Um, although sometimes, you know, it may be a small piece that is something that we really don't want to do. You'll find right. that even in that uncomfortable time, you're going to learn something that's going to benefit you in the future. Uh, so mm -hmm. I think that that was a really good point you made. Yeah. Um, and honestly, Looking back, I was so furious with my parents because, like I said, Jenkins wasn't even my home school. I didn't want to go there. Um, and that's coming from I, – I, I was so upset because I wanted to go where all of my, quote-unquote, friends were going at that time. Right. And I didn't want to have to experience a new place with no one I knew um, and such a, a place that's really scary to me. Um, making new friends was always hard. So I was just I was just upset because I couldn't follow my friends. But now in the position that I'm in and all of the opportunities that I do have, I 
am so thankful my parents <laughs> made me, <Right>. you know, <laughs> take that route. It was yeah. challenging, but I got I got through it. So I can't really be too upset. It, it, a lot of networking I was able to do because of it, being in that uncomfortable place. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I'm glad it worked out for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so you started your business at 12 years old, which is amazing. Right. How did you go about starting that? Did Was it your parents? Was it grandparents? Was it just a mentor? Or did you just come up with that idea at 12 saying, hey, you know, I kind of want to start a business? How did that How did that happen? I was walking it down because, you know, of course, I went to Jenkins High School as mm-hmm. well. There is on the social studies wing, there's a sign. And I still remember to this day that says everybody that made it didn't get there themselves. Right. And, you know, with that being said, uh, at 12 years old, I had a small idea that I wanted to take pictures. I shared that idea with my grandmother and my grandmother said, "Okay, well, let me get you a camera. She spoke with my mom and said, you know what, mom, let's get him a camera. Uh, that Christmas, I got my first camera. I took pictures, you know, and how inside your grandma's house you have those curtains that right. have maybe one color in the center, two on the other side, <laughs> to both of them. Um, I pulled that middle curtain. I made that my first backdrop. I took pictures of relatives. And from there, that's where the business started. Um, I got my very first expensive printer um, at age 13. I started working with local nonprofit organizations. Uh, where I was going and doing different parties and events, you know, some at no cost and some mm-hmm. at very small cost. And from there, you know, word of mouth was my best friend. Uh, people started to talk about the 13-year-old in the city that was taking pictures. And everybody wanted to figure out how could we sew into his vision. And from there, you know, things took off. There were some bumps in the road and there still are some bumps ahead. Um, however, you know, I'm thankful for the beginning. Uh, because the beginning helped mold me into who I am today. I'm glad you mentioned there were bumps in the road. Um, so were there any points where you like completely just like wanted to give up and you felt like, okay, well, it's so much competition out here or I'm not going to get far in this. And if so, how did you overcome that? So I always told myself that, of course, there's many people in this area in the Southeast that are doing some of the same things that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. However, in order for me to continue to be the best, I have to ensure that I remember that my only competition is myself. Mm -hmm. If I continue to work hard to compete against myself, then that makes me come out better each and every single time. Um, Every time I continue to, you know, run this business and, you know, hire on new staff, Um, As long as they're devoted to the purpose, we're always going to come out successful. Now, speaking to bumps in the road, you know, I believe that's a part of the journey. Uh, Mm -hmm. Sometimes we're going to run into different things that, you know, are unforeseen. And it's not so much how that situation is. It's about how you get through that situation. Uh, Sometimes we will face several different problems, several different triumphs in the road. And the great piece is that, you know, as we continue to grow, uh, we're able to accomplish more and more. I like that you said you are, you know, you look at yourself as your own competition, not really everyone outside of it. Um, I think it's really hard nowadays with the, the use of social media, the rise of social media. I feel like it's good. I feel like it's good that we have social media, but then there can mm-hmm. be a downside to it. Um, because right. people don't really show those bumps in the road. They just show, right. oh, I, I achieved this. Oh, I accomplished this. And people are looking at that saying, 
why is this always going so right for them and not for me? Um, and I know I do that too, starting this whole, I've just started this whole fitness journey and I do have a fitness account and I'm only following fitness people. And I'm like, how, how are they? I'm, I'm constantly comparing myself to them because they're not showing their downfalls. And I'm like, I'm here having all these downfalls. So I, I'll keep that, you know, you are your own competition. You are, you know, your own goals in, in my head. I, I really do like that. Well, the biggest thing is that social media, um, your page is your page. Mm-hmm. And if you make that decision that you want to publicly uh, showcase, and I'm going to use the word showcase, yourself, why would you put negative things out? Exactly. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Exactly. So yeah. therefore, I mean, like I can speak to my personal Instagram. I'm going to tell you, my Instagram does not define of who I am. Mm-hmm. My Instagram, I show you exactly what I want you to see. Exactly. From looking at my Instagram page, you can tell that I'm a business owner. You can tell that I work with kids. You can tell that I uh, speak, I'm a, in the community. You can tell those three things. Um, I'm very limited by what I put on social media because to be honest, if I was not an entrepreneur business owner, if I was not a public servant, I would not have social media mm-hmm. uh, because social media is not beneficial in any way except for business. Recently, I hired um, a director of uh, public engagement and community, and his total job is to engage with the community within the business. Um, so that saves me a little headache. And since I've hired him, uh, I can see now that I'm not on social media as much. Right. You know, and I have my, my my close circle that I keep in communication with. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's all I need. As a business owner, you know, it's difficult. Um, you know, it is times where, you know, you want to shut off from everybody, but you can't. You know, it's no way possible because if you do that, then the business fails. Exactly. Um, so, you know, to answer directly to your question, where, you know, you're saying that, you know, you're scrolling down your fitness page and you see other fitness people, I say, look, absolutely look, because you never know. There may be something that they're doing that you may be able to get something from it. Right. I have several, several entrepreneurs that I look up to, um, that I watch that, you know, they're doing great things and I'm friends with, you know, because at the end of the day, I'm not competing with any. Um, as a young entrepreneur, being able to, you know, work with the people around me, uh, as well as other entrepreneurs that are able to, you know, share some advice with me that helps me become better. Um, I look at that as a beautiful thing. Uh, mm-hmm. when you sit around looking, you know, what is this person doing? Because I have to do better than them. I promise you that you will come out as the loser every time mm-hmm. because when someone is not competing with you, then there's no competition. Mm-hmm. You know, so the biggest thing is that you have to look at how can I become better? And that's by using the wisdom from the people around you, as well as your personal knowledge and theirs to become a better person. So it's not it's never about competition. It's always about knowledge. basically. I would say what I'm what I'm going to say is don't be oblivious to it. Okay. There's nothing wrong with friendly competition. Right. If you run a business and I run the same type of business and you're running a sale, there's nothing wrong with me running a sale too. However, you know, that doesn't mean that it has to be negative competition. Mm-hmm. A lot of times folks, you know, go to social media and they put out, you know, all kind of negative things and, you know, we can't grow from that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So since we're on the, the subject of social media, um, mm-hmm. 
And a lot of the people that I have been or I'm going to interview are from social media and the ones that also have business advertised on social media. I know you mentioned word of word of mouth was pretty much what helped you get started. Do you think what do you think is the best form of advertisement? Do you think it is social media or what is it that you do that you think, you know, helps put your business out there? Well, I'm going to say strategic marketing. Okay. Um, when I say strategic marketing, that's marketing with a plan. Putting an ad on Instagram and promoting it by putting $50 to it, that's simple promotion. That wasn't carefully thought out. Now, if you have a strategic plan of trying to target people ages 50 through 65 and you show up at an event that they're all at and then find out where they live at and sponsor your ad to them mostly in that area that was strategic strategic right so therefore that was planned marketing you planned how you were going to do that so that's what i mean when i say strategic marketing i work with several churches several businesses um several schools and we provide marketing that ensures that the people they are trying to reach most definitely see what they're trying to put out. Okay. Um, okay, I do, I, I do like that answer. So I know you do different type of projects and um, mm-hmm. for different types of companies or businesses or whatever. Um, what's your favorite type? Do you have a favorite type? Do you like doing like, I know you do a lot of school portraits. I know you do a lot of, community church-based stuff like which one's your favorite to do do you have a favorite actually i love working with businesses that are starting from ground up okay uh when a business has either two things if the business has failed and they're trying to revamp i love those projects because that gives me something to start with now i also like work with businesses that have never done anything before because i get to watch your vision come to life Okay. Um, Let's see here. Let's see here. So what I know we talked about friendly competition. Um, What's unique about your business compared to others? Well, I mean, that starts with our business model. Our business model is making greatness look even greater. We focus on the total person, the total business, the total brand. And we look at what they're already doing great, and we ensure that we make their greatness look even greater. Okay. And if someone wants to get um, get involved with what you do in in your work and uh, your company, how does how does a person go about doing that? Well, several ways. If you're looking to sign your son up for our mentorship program, uh, that information will be on our website, which is mgreenproductions.com. Uh, in the next couple of weeks, if you're looking for employment, go to mgreenproductions.com slash careers. Um, if you're looking to book a photo shoot, if you're looking to start a business, go to mgreenproductions.com and schedule a consultation. It's right on our front page. Um, and if you just want to sit down and talk, I have an open door policy. Um, I can't guarantee it's going to be immediately, uh, but feel free to call my office at 912-495-5315. Again, that's 912-495-5315. And if you're looking to speak with uh, me to schedule a consultation um, you can press our last extension and it will prompt you to scheduling uh, appointments with me I really like that you have an open door policy most companies do not most companies 
just want their money. They do their business and, you know, that's it. Um, right. It's, it's an open door policy, you know, <laughs> right now <laughs> it's difficult, but, <laughs> you know, yeah. these are unforeseen times. Uh, but yeah, I, I really believe in the open door policy. You know, I don't always speak just about business issues. You know, sometimes I'm working with people um, that are going through some difficult situations. Sometimes I'm working with kids that, you know, are a little bit off track and, you know, I kind of mm-hmm. work with them and push them back on track so they can continue to keep going. Um, and sometimes I'm working with that parent that's almost ready to give up and, uh, you know, pushing them to continue going because their kid needs them. I think I, I really like I, and I keep hearing this constant theme of it takes a village to raise a child. Like I keep hearing that from you and what you do. And I I really appreciate you for that because it's hard to find mentors out there for, you know, the less fortunate um, for even like I love that you work with parents also, not just the child. So. Absolutely. I, I like Absolutely. In order to change or uh, uh, help a child, uh, you have to help the parent as well. Uh, because remember, mm-hmm. if that child is off track or not doing what they're supposed to be doing, they've probably hurt the parent as well. Uh, so, you know, we work hard to help the total family um, in ensuring that they're able to grow and learn from that experience and be able to come out. Um, as giants and be able to soar um, into this world that's no friend to man all right i'm gonna end off i have to make this one quick i'm gonna end off on one more question what is something you wish you could tell anyone wanting to start a business or something you wish you would have known before starting your own business Hmm, good question if i could tell if I could tell someone that's aspiring to start a business, I would tell them to number one, make sure that whatever you're doing is something different about it from what everybody else is doing. Two, I would tell you to focus on ensuring that you're being the best that you can be and not looking to uh, compete with everyone around you. Your business will grow to get to that point. Let it grow Mm -hmm. by itself. Don't push it. Grow with Mm -hmm. your business. Um, And three, I would say just enjoy the experience. Um, You know, there's going to be a lot that you're going to go through, a lot that you're going to see, a lot of people that you're going to meet. You know, build those connections and continue to uh, sow out into the world and, and grow your business, not just for a local business, but grow it to be national. Yeah, I I feel like it's hard to stay true to yourself and your business and what your business means when you're like trying to force it to be something so big so quickly, right. um, and you're just trying to get me and everything out there. So I tell myself yeah. on a daily basis, if it's to be, it's up to me, and right. if it's if it's to be that the business grows. It, it it pays out multiple salaries and um, it continues to franchise out. It's totally mm-hmm. up to me and the people around me. Um, if you get people around you that believe in your vision and want to see it soar, want to see it manifest, um, I believe that, you know, when multiple minds come together for one common cause, great things come out of it. Um, so get people around you that believe in you, uh, not just people that work for you, but get friends that believe in your vision, people that want to see 
you thrive um, and get people to where as you can support something with them as well because you are who you hang around and I believe that 10,000% um, you know if you surround yourself with people that are trying to accomplish great things nothing but greatness is going to come out of it and I simply go back to where make the greatness look even greater um, and that was given to me you know what over seven years ago eight years ago mm-hmm. um, and you're still and applying and I'm still applying it making greatness look even greater yeah it's not it's not I feel like it's it's not about the numbers in the beginning it's not about how many people are quality not you know, quantity a, amen Could, yeah couldn't have said it better well um are there any other remarks before I end this podcast I really 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 enjoyed you being here today and um, agreeing to be here with me today on this episode. Absolutely. I want to say I'm proud of you. I continue Thank to do you. what you're doing. Um, anything that I can do or my team can do uh, to push this podcast, uh, you have our support um, and just continue to soar and do great things. Oh, Thank you so much. And I will talk to you very soon. All right. You have a good one. All right. You too. Bye bye. Right. Thank you all for tuning into this segment of this three-part episode. Um, oh, wow. I really, I really enjoyed it. It was so insightful, like I predicted. I can't wait for the next two interviews for this segment. Um, part one was a success. Uh, just so you guys know and just so you guys remember, his information will be in the description. Also, there is a link where... You can comment and ask questions live during the podcast. So please keep that in mind. Um, Please take full advantage of it. I love hearing from you all. And if there's anything, anything you think I could improve on or you would want to see in an episode, just drop that in there too. Yeah, and I will see you on part two and three.